Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inside the Studio on iHeartRadio. My name is Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. My guests today are a pair of guys who first started making music together in their dorm rooms at the University of Colorado back in 2004. They blew up with their multi-platinum smash Don't Trust Me on their 2007 album Want. And now, 14 years later, they've graduated to Need. Yes, Need's the name of the new album. It's a comeback of sorts after nearly five years of pursuing outside projects. Their new single, I'm So Sad, is a party song about feeling miserable, which, let's face it, is an apt theme for these exceedingly weird times. They also teamed up with the utterly unclassifiable 100 Gex for the track Lonely Machines and also recently dropped a cover of Ariana Grande's Tattooed Heart, which is, as the kids say, straight fire. I'm so happy to welcome Nat and Sean, who together are known as 303. Hey, man. Thank you. Nat and Sean, thank you so much for being here, guys. 303 are back. The only good thing to come out of 2020, in my opinion. Your upcoming album is called Need, if I believe I have that right. Your first album in four years since Night Sports in uh, 2017. Why now? What, what made you decide the time is right? Well, let's see. What, what, why did we do it now, Sean? Because people need... New music, you see what I did there? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? It was interesting because I think Sean and I work so much kind of collectively and individually on other people's music and on writing and producing music for other artists. And and so if anything, you know, we, we came together in, in February, right before the, the kind of the pandemic hit and started to write new stuff for 303. And then when things got locked down, if anything, I, I don't know, for us, it, it kind of provided us with just this beautiful opportunity to to come back to our music and focus on that and um, and make a full record. So, uh, you know, I, I think at least for uh, in our own circumstances, 
circumstance, if there's one thing that came that's positive from it, it's allowing us that space and time. And I hear the title Need, and I, of course, think back to the title of your first album, Want. What is the relationship between those two albums to you and those titles? You know, I feel like we could sit here and make the most intelligent correlation between those two. (laughs) But, uh, you know, we just thought Want, and then we were like, Need would look really cool in the same font as well. Uh, Same amount of letters? Same amount of letters. It's sort of the same thing when we did Want. Like, I remember actually that thought process. I think your brother was... I was just, yeah, I was was like sending my brother kind of demos from the studio. And he, at one point, he just said Want. Like he wanted wanted the full record, and we're like, oh, all right, let's just call our record. We're like, we're like surprised. You know those moments when you just the word like you say it over and over, and you're like, that is just like road, road, road. Like it was one of those things where the word dissolves. Yeah, we're like want. Want is such a weird word, and this makes us sound like very intelligent individuals. But we same sort of thought process, and I think if we're I don't know if we are digging into it, it's like we did want a little bit of that full circle. Like we've learned so much over the course of what is it like 11 years since want came out at this point so like we've learned so much but we also wanted to like capture some of that early spirit of us not thinking too much about charts or radio singles and just like really just getting in and having fun and as you can tell with the title of the album that's sort of like as much thinking as we (laughs) kind of wanted to do as far as creating the songs like we wanted to trust uh the muscle memory of what we've created as far as just like our gut of having fun and being inclusive and making the music that kind of is the spirit of 303 it's like a primal thing too. I mean, want to me seems like very like like something of, of one's youth, like just whatever you want. And a need seems so much more like adult too. It seems like a very primal. You thing. got it. <laughs> you you are in tune with our thinking. You. It's basically just it's dad stuff. You know? <laughs> I mean, the teaser for the album was so cool because it features all this awesome old footage of, of you guys performing at Warp Tour and I think like 2008. It really seemed to highlight the journey that you guys have been on from from then to now. And I think that comes through in the title too. I mean, yeah, it's been it's been amazing. You know, it's it is kind of a full circle thing because we're we're back with the initial record label that we signed with back in 2008, which was our first deal and, and photo finish records. Back with kind of you know on a, on that more indie scale where things are or feel more grassroots, things feel more of a partnership in that sense. And you know, when we made Want in 2008, we were so blissfully ignorant about so much stuff. Like I remember being in the studio in in Maryland and uh, producer we were working with. You know, we, we've always produced our own stuff, but we we kind of collab on finishing and, and, and orchestrating and producing some stuff with Matt Squire at the time. And I remember Matt saying that a song that we had called Colorado Sunrise, he's like, oh, this could be your second single. And I was like, I didn't really understand what he meant because I, I DJed for forever and hip hop DJs <laughs> and kind of turntables DJed. And I remember you could buy the single and it was just cheaper. And I was like, oh, that's for DJs who don't want to buy the full record, who want the acapella and the instrumental. But I didn't understand what that a single was like the flag bearer of your whole project and stuff. And so, you know, I, I think that, and then, you know, coming out of that, the next three years we spent on the road and, and kind of culminated everything with with a number one song at, at Pop Radio and, and Don't Trust Me. And so I think that, you know, we, we I think on this record for the need stuff and, and really Sean and I coming back together without any sort of pressure was 
amazing because we're, you know, we're trying to overtly and subconsciously recapture that sense of just making music to have fun with it. And whether it's it's a sad song or whether it's a it's you know it's an overtly funny song or a, or an angry song or whatever, it's just that sense of, of creative freedom and, and having fun with the music. Is I think it's it, it runs as a pervasive link through all this new music. Well, speaking of singles, your new single "I'm So Sad" seems to be made custom made for 2020 and early 2021. It's basically you know there are so many party songs about feeling good, but this to me is a party song about feeling bad essentially. Can you tell me a little bit about where that came from? I think it's like it's a really powerful message for now. Also, just before we get into it, you can get that for a, either a 99 cents or a dollar 29 on the Apple Store, which is cheaper than the full record in case you want to buy just a single. <laughs> it's going to be our second single as well. So we and uh, yeah, I think, you know, we actually got in. Uh, we were in Los Angeles and we reached out to our old friend, Benny Blanco, uh, producer and writer and artist. We just wanted to get together and sort of again, rekindle sort of like this flame that we built uh, during Want and even uh, in Streets of Gold and stuff like that. And we went over to his place and this was pre-pandemic. Uh, like it, I think it must have been Mar like uh, February or March, yeah, of last year. So like we went over to his house and a lot of it, I mean, if anyone, you know, has heard of Benny's process, a lot of it is just kind of like just sitting around and making fart jokes and, and hanging out. And it was, you know, it was fun to be around him again because we've, we've definitely hung out with him, but we haven't necessarily gotten to the creative process. And we were just writing off the cuff. Nat made a, a he had this guitar sequence sort of that he just started and then I think I just like I think I just yelled that out like I'm so sad and uh and it was just kind of that that overt like saying of that like it wasn't like some clever way of saying it or something like that and it was weird to have it over this like anthemic part because we're so used to sad songs sound, sounding like Elliot Smith or like Death Cab or something you know so it's like this kind of like you know you're used to these minor chords and <laughs> slow melodramatic stuff and I was like you know what I I kind of like the idea of, you know, not feeling bad about, like you said, like we have so many and it didn't, have, like we've been in the songwriting thing forever and there's so many sessions where you just feel like you're kind of down that day, but you're just trying to write like this ingenuous, like disingenuine, like party fun song. You're like, today's the greatest day of ever. And you're just like, that's not true. So I, I think that it was nice to like sit there and, and kind of announce in a very fun way, just like, I'm so sad. And I, you know, what? I don't feel bad about it because it's a time in place and yeah so that's kind of the the mo of that one yeah and we took it back to colorado when we were producing it up and kind of reworked everything and i think that the the mantra was to do you know honor to those feelings of sadness but also approach them with a sense of fun which might seem kind of weird and crazy but i think it's kind of you know it, it lines up with a lot of the mantra that we've had with our music and dealing with serious topics but dealing with them in a fun way in a collective way in a way that hopefully people can smile about and and have fun and and represent some of that energy yeah i mean the mantra that i keep hearing now just during lockdown is you know it's okay to not be okay it's okay to feel weird because everything is weird right now so i mean it, it really seems to go hand in hand with that message the timing of it is really perfect yeah i mean it is i think I think everyone obviously across different spectrums is dealing with their 
their mental health. And I think for me, at least in my experience, it was like I, I felt the worst when I tried to fight off things that didn't feel okay. Like if I felt sad or something like that, I was like, I feel worse when I try and like make this not a reality. So I don't know. Again, in the 303 spirit, like we took something and not being self-indulgent about being like, let's get sad. It's like, you know, sometimes you just feel sad. And in that moment we did, and it's still like fun. You can like laugh, cry, you know, you can like smile, cry at the same time, you know, like have that smile on your face <laughs> and have a tear coming down. So yeah. You okay, dude? Are you crying? Are you crying? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Do you need a hug? No, it's my it's my contact. It's like my contact lens is like <laughs> I feel like Robin Williams was the master of, of the smile True. cry. That's like what I always think of yeah. whenever I think of you know. Yeah, yeah, that's uh he's a yeah. Patch I miss, Adams. I miss that guy. Yeah. I mean shout out shout out Mork and Mindy based here in Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. Wait, well, how much of the album was actually recorded in in in, in the lockdown? Because you were both together in Boulder, right? Yeah, we were. I mean, you know, now we're we're spending some time together. Sean actually just got back into town, and we're being careful. You know, we're we're kind of bubbled up with our families, and when we get together, we're we're getting tested and stuff. But initially in the lockdown, I mean, you know, we were taking it very very seriously, and obviously still are. But Sean and I were actually working remotely, like sending stuff back and forth, and we were on a Zoom call like we are right now. You know, trying to write, and that's what we've been doing as songwriters and producers for the last year, essentially, is is doing that. And you deal with it. You know, it's it's interesting. I think everybody's finding new ways to work and in in a profession that's so highly creative and collaborative and based on kind of energy touching vibes off off each other exactly yeah it's it's hard and it's it's interesting to to do it but sean and i you know recorded some of the final vocals that are on the record by just sending stuff back and forth and and then and kind of you know making the best of what's around and i think that's that that in itself at least in me producing the songs i think that was a kind of hearkening back to those old days too when like in terms of gear we didn't have anything you know we didn't have any access to anything we didn't really know what we were talking about digital boss digital 8 track baby we never used those extra but I think it was you know it's a little bit liberating to like I guess I've been schooled so much to want everything to be the cleanest most high fidelity thing you can and then I think it's refreshing to come back to be like okay this is what's around let's make it sound dope and let's let's you know less is more in terms of kind of doing things. I think it was, uh, you know, we we kind of have since realized that I think in a lot of those early days, our first thought was our best thought. At least that's what like we maybe can rationalize it as, you know, looking back on it, like our, in our songwriting process, there wasn't too much second guessing. I think it's because maybe we didn't know anymore or we just dug the stuff that we were doing. But I think in that same sense, we were try, we tried to came, come back to that in this process in terms of being separated and, and distant. And then also in terms of the vibe of the song, I think it was just less second guessing and just more going with the your first kind of intention the a guttural kind of energy that we had on most of the stuff and it's tough for us like to do the zoom thing because i think so much of our collaboration is like pheromone based uh we're like we really go off each other's aromatic presence so <laughs> as i had to get the nat he actually was nice enough to make me a nat candle that i could light and i worked from afar i just sent him i sent him like a <laughs> pillow that i just sprayed down with some of my my cologne and my musk <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna make him a Sean scratch and sniff now too. True. Really, really get, keep going. Wait, did you just make our new merch, oh, our new T-shirt? That's so <laughs> gross. It smells oh, like God. patchouli and uh, and coffee, basically. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It does seem like the sort of home recording stuff is the whole back to the basement approach probably does take you back to your roots in a lot of ways just by necessity because of everything that's going on. I think Nat's happy place, regardless if, if it wasn't, a, he always wants to be in the basement, man. That's where he wants to make stuff. He's, he's a basement <laughs> boy, so. Basement dweller. No, you know, we started this way. We started at the University of Colorado. We were just um, students working hard at our education and having fun with music and just starting in my basement. You know, progressively, we, we, we've done pieces of all of our records in basements and boulders. <laughs> it's a basements and boulder. You remember, when you were, you remember one of the first days that we were working on one of our records? 
I remember you brought your dog in here, and your dog laid down like a hot six inches like a of dunk on that. in the basement. Yeah. Which is really weird because your dog is the best dog. I think she was just Silver was just like she, establishing she, dominance. Yeah, she wanted us to know who was who was boss. Who was really boss? Yeah. Everyone's a critic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, you know what? I might be your dog, but I'm yeah. not she a fan. Truly, truly shat all over our music. <laughs> I mean, how has your songwriting process evolved since, you know, making music in your dorm at, at the University of Colorado in 2003? Like, what's what's that shift been like making, or has it stayed essentially the same? I feel like it's been, like, such a, a journey to come back to the same place. Like, I think you you take everything that you learn, but you, it is a circle because I think you you go away. Like, I think there was a long time that I, I fought a lot of what Nat was talking about, like that instinct, like that first thought or feeling that you have um, when you come into it a session, you fight it because you overthink things. You start thinking of the context. You start thinking about if you're writing with another artist, you start thinking about what the label wants, what works on the charts. It's just like, you know, at some point you have to learn how to unthink and just kind of enjoy the experience and and, and make a song. If you're working with an artist, but they have like a direction that the A&R tells you, they're like, when you go in, don't you dare do a song that's under one 10 BPM, like we knew that. And it's like, it's hard to just shed that off and go, you know what? Who cares? Because a lot of times, and at least in my experience, you get this direction from A&Rs and then you hear the first single and they're like, well, this guy came in and totally smashed it in a different direction. You're like, okay, well, it doesn't matter anymore. And Let's just enjoy the process. <laughs> so close. So I think for no us, matter how far. <laughs> hey, hey, you can't sing more than like 15 seconds of that. I don't think. I mean, is this? Uh, are you gonna I'll have pay to pay for, for the license? For... <laughs> did you write? Did you write that, Nat? <laughs> yeah, I wrote all of Metallica's early, mid, middle, middle period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, I think I've, we've just come back, like, or at least personally speaking for songwriting it's like I've come back to the place where I just want to have fun with it and I don't want to overthink it and you might leave the day with a song that might not see the light of day but you might as well enjoy that process too you know because if you fight it and you don't enjoy the process either you're also going to have a song that doesn't see the light of day by by the odds of it that's how the songwriting works so you might as well enjoy the process because that's all that matters to get you to wherever you're going to go so is it easier for you to write 303 stuff because that sort of external pressure of trying to put yourself into another artist is is out the window it's interesting man it's it's an interesting question because i you know as i mentioned we've done so much writing for other artists and i think it's amazing because you you work on so many different things and especially you know producing and writing you work in different genres and you know whether it's a, a hip-hop act or a country act or i've done scoring for movies and 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 video games and stuff and i think that it's kind of it is easier in the sense that like it's your own stuff and and the tangent between making the music and releasing the music is there it's like whatever it's essentially kind of you know whatever you want to do you do which is amazing but the other part is like you you kind of do have to find out what you are again and like find kind of return to the the mantra of what you're doing you know we keep talking about this mantra of of, of 303 and i think as we've gotten older it's kind of become more clear that it, it's about fun it's about inclusiveness it's about energy it's about you know sonically it's about pushing some boundaries and having things be a little edgy but but also inclusive on the sonic side and i think that um it, it's interesting it, it's you know on on one hand it's liberating and i think for me at least it takes it takes like a, a session or two to get back into it and be like, oh, okay, yeah, this is this is what we're doing and this is how, how fun it can be and how amazing it can be. And then once, once we're in that groove, it's just, it's so much fun. Yeah, because I think there's a time where we actually 
when you're talking about writing for artists, there's a time when we are writing for the artist 303 rather than just uh, embodying it. Like that's the tough part is you're like, what would 303 do or what would people expect? And it's, I think at the, at, at some point you just got to go, what do we have fun doing in this basement? We're not 303. We're actually just the, the male, the models and the media trained guys. Is this, or... is this like the Andrew WK conspiracy <laughs> going on? It's like, like Millie Vanilli. Hey, it would be, I know, like, Slipknot has the best idea. They just have the masks you can kind of just, like, cycle through members. We could <laughs> have done the that. the idea and- that we had for, I forget what record it was for, for Omens or Night Sports or something, but we had an idea to just hire, like, kind of just better-looking versions of ourselves, which is not that hard, but find these dudes who would, <laughs> who would just be so charming and, like, so nice, and they, they would do all of our interviews and all of our, like, public appearances and all that stuff, and we would just do the music. And then we actually did a photo shoot where we found, <laughs> we found some, and it was so weird that we were just like alright that's a horrible idea we can't do that but in theory it could have been awesome turns out it's more work to micromanage like models of yourself than to just do the stuff yourself next album so, yeah you can't you can't feed them either you know it's harder to micromanage the models <laughs> that you find to play yourself than to just do it yourself so Take that. If there's one thing you learned from me. Today. Words to live by. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you're not making music or micromanaging models that you've cast to play you, what do you, what have you been doing the last year to just like relax, unplug, keep your feet on the ground? It's been so difficult for everybody. Well, now I can speak for Nat because he's, uh, I've never had as good of sourdough bread as this man has. Just like every other idiot in confinement, <laughs> turn to sourdough bread. No, it's not like every other idiot because your sourdough is, is I'm, I have to say, it's, my mom hates sourdough and she's like, Nat, Nat sourdough. Oh man, I got to bake another loaf for these guys soon. Uh, yeah, it's been that, it's been hanging out with family. Um, which I'm super tight with anyways. And then this experience has just been just amazing to lean on, you know, the, the people around you, the people you love. Physical activity, Boulder's like an amazing place. And we've always known that and kind of rediscovering some of that out here, just mountain biking, hiking and, and doing all that outdoor stuff. Uh, let's see, I can speak for Sean. So you're getting you're getting jacked yeah, up, I'm getting huh? so, like getting super jacked. Gains or what? Tons of steroids as well. Just um, Sean has been starting a health and wellness fitness center at his house. Oh, I guess yeah. I was like, where are you going with that? I guess I have become a bit of like at my place in in Cal- California. I've like. I've kind of just became like I've I've kind of made my own little yeah health and wellness. It's like a spa and a gym. I'm actually getting certified as a Pilates instructor, so I have my own reformer there. I've been into this sort of like ice immersion therapy, so I have an ice bath that I have there. I have a Peloton bike. I mean, if you don't, you know, I want to be safe. I don't want to have to go anywhere to do any of these things. So it's it's nice to have it all in a one stop shop. You know, so. all of our hobbies are very boring, as you can tell. Yeah. I can tell you're you're just like, what do I Are you falling asleep? (laughs) Are you sleeping over there? (laughs) No, I was going to ask. That sounds really cool. I wanted to ask you, my girlfriend for my birthday got me an hour in a sensory deprivation float chamber thing. Have you ever? uh, Yeah, it's like altered states. Yeah, Yeah, did you have that in your your home spa? Yeah, I don't have that in in the the Sean uh, relaxation is what I call it. (laughs) Did you just make Ooh. that up? Yeah, I was off the dome. Uh, relaxation, uh, spas and resorts, occupancy one. <laughs> I do not have the sensory deprivation, <laughs> but I have done it a few times. It's uh, it's like kind of this weird, or at least the one I went to is like this big egg. Seems like you're like in this alien sleep pod and you get in, it's super saline, like super salt water. So you float, like you're very buoyant and the water's warm. And it's kind of like, it's like you're back to- uh, Did you um, Did you pee your pants? 
pee. Yeah, I wore my pants into the. Yeah, you wouldn't know. You don't wear pants in there. I'd be scared. My ears ring, ring, and kind of. I've gotten used to it, but I'd be a little. Yeah, you you put in earplugs in, but you definitely. Yeah, I honestly. Oh it's, yeah. I, I loved it. I I don't have the deprivation tank at my house, but I'm a psycho that has an a container with just ice in it. I mean, I get in that almost every day. Where and, so. where and when, Jordan? Where are you, when are you doing it? I think later this weekend. Yeah, enjoy it. Good yeah. for you. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to to see sounds and uh, and hear yeah, sights and me. all that stuff. Use the bathroom before you go Oh, in. see? Yeah. Yeah, see? That, yeah, it can get a little weird. I also wanted to ask you, you joined Cameo with all your, your pro- proceeds going to environmental causes. And that just, it seems like the coolest thing because everybody, you just make people so happy. Like we got my girlfriend's mom a, a cameo from Kenny G for Christmas. And it just, it That's made amazing. her Christmas. What's been the, the craziest or most memorable cameo interaction that you've you had? You know, it's kind of, it's wild to us because I think we've always just considered ourselves just regular people. And so that idea of that interaction bringing someone joy or something like that is it has always been a little bit crazy i mean it's awesome and, and it's great but um it's a little incongruous to us which is why at least for for our meet and greets at our shows and and initially we we kind of held off doing cameo because we, we thought it's a little weird to like pay to meet someone like I, I think for us pay to come to our show pay to pay to see us do what we do as you know as our for a living whether it's you know writing music or or, or playing music live or something like that but I, I think when the opportunity came to donate those proceeds to cameo from cameo to the Sierra Club it made sense to us and just to try to raise money for a good cause and since then it's been it's actually been amazing because it's I don't know it's fun for us and it um, we've gotten some feedback from the cameras that we've recorded of people being so happy and like so nice and hitting, hitting us up on Instagram being like you know that, that made their day whether you, they, uh, we're all having a tough year and, and I think that you know if anything like that we can do improve someone's day it, it's amazing because it's a small thing for us i think you know we got to drink about 16 coffees to get the re- requisite energy up we haven't done like the i don't know why everyone <laughs> drives while they're recording their cameos because that seems like pretty irresponsible but i want to do one i want to fake one i shouldn't say this but i want to fake one where we're driving and then all of a sudden it's just like an explosion like a michael bay movie yeah, yeah with, <laughs> you know, I gotta say we've gotten like, you know, I, I think everyone who who review we've gotten like, I don't know, forty five star reviews, and then there's one one star review, and I'm like, I wonder what, like, I want to read this because I wonder why they're so bummed, and they're like, my friends wanted you to roast me, and you didn't dig into me at all. Why would you even put that you have a roast <laughs> option in here when you can't rip me to shred? I'm like, wow, this is like, oh man, we were too nice. We got we got this for being too nice. Like, I Was wanted you to destroy me. I didn't want to. <laughs> feel a thing ever again yeah it was, i guess we didn't really answer it but the the weirdest one was our manager's fiance got him a cameo from his own band <laughs> that happened yeah i did it. oh nice <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. so but i mean whatever they just they donated how much is our it's 29 yeah bucks? it's funny we set the price point and uh you know i i like you said there's it's fun to go on there and get one from kenny g but i don't think we necessarily realize the market because there there's like people who are like i was an extra in in uh, the background of Transformers, the made for lifetime movie version, like five hundred five hundred bucks, <laughs> and we're just like oh, yeah. twenty. I mean, because like Nat said, like for us, it's about donating this money and uh, doing the cause, and it's you know it takes us a couple minutes. It's still fun. It's 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 been fun, and I think it makes it fun when you realize that like the pressure is a bit off because you can have fun with it and know that the money is going to a good place. So. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Well, speaking of Christmas miracles, as I did a moment ago, you put out a Christmas song called Kisseltoe, and the video blew my mind. It's like old school Nickelodeon claymation. And then I was further blown away to learn that you made that yourselves, right? My man went full beautiful mind on that thing. Speaking of, uh, yeah, things that you do during quarantine, like that, if yeah. you even saw my house during that time, my whole living room, because I was learning. I mean, I I jumped, I told Nat uh, when we had that, uh, we were like talking about videos and how we could do anything safely as far as visuals. And I go, I would love to try claymation. And, and Nat, I think, was just like, you sure, dude? Like, no, I was all for it, man. Yeah, no, I think, I think people realize, though, like necessarily how long that that might take. And for me, I was just like, I got nothing but time. It took me a lot. I mean, honestly, though, it took me uh, about two weeks all in, but I spent a lot of hours every day. And it was just about consistency, like about doing just a little every day and get it. Like I, I would send a gnat and I'd be like, this took me five hours to do. And it's like five seconds of movement, you know? And I have so much respect for like these movies 
that are fully i mean obviously they probably have a crew of thousands of people but there is such an artistry to claymation and i used to love a lot of that stuff too like mtv or early nickelodeon sort of videos it, it it's nostalgic for me but it was really fun to do and i just kind of i didn't have a script like or a story board that i was going for like i would just be doing it and then i'd be like oh wow this would be really fun to do or like my hand would hit the camera and my frame would get all messed up and i'd be like okay are we just gonna roll with this or start over and yeah nat was very supportive our our label was very supportive it was fun to do and i'm glad that i could put it into the world and now he's got a very healthy clay fetish clay fetish hey my name is clay may sean your name is oh my god you're killing it with these it's today. just easy it's anything with t-i-o-n <laughs> what I was the other what was the other one relaxation relaxation every artist i talk to has been obviously extremely upset about not being able to tour and i try to help in what little way i can by bringing up sort of the downsides of touring hopefully that that reminder softens the blow a little bit have you ever had any spinal tap style moments on the road like what's been like your biggest pre-concert like post-concert i guess screw up club yeah i mean we've both gotten injured thankfully nothing like life-threatening or anything yeah that's fallen off the stage a few times fallen off the stage a bunch i i think it's just we our shows are based on energy and and that energy comes through as sonic energy and then a lot of physical energy too and sometimes you just you party a little too hard and you kind of you kind of lose your footing um but i think i don't know i mean you know touring is it's interesting man it's it's definitely different when you're 24 than when you're in your 30s and i think that you know but that that's not i don't know we can only assume i mean we're still yeah we're still in our teens so well i'm just saying that from other bios that i've read uh let's see craziest kind of lead up tour mo- oh i remember having to wake our drummer up because he was sleeping as we were our intro song was playing. i think for us though it's like spinal tap sort of i mean yeah you think of like the getting lost the stage like we've definitely had those moments <laughs> where we're like oh this isn't an, an arrow that points the stage or stuff like that we've had equipment fail we've had a disco ball that nearly killed me fall from the from the sky we almost got kicked off of the it's i guess it's not really a concert but sort of of the mtv vma red carpet because they didn't think that we were talent oh my god they're like hey guys talent only here we're like all right yeah fine the thing is is like if, if you're this artist or band that think you're like really cool and you have this facade that falls away from you when something goes wrong then that's like one of those moments but for us it's part of our narrative like we embrace the weirdness or I mean things inevitably go wrong on stage things are fun like but that's the magic of live music and performances like when Nat falls off the stage it's not funny if he's hurt but it's also kind of part of the show it's also kind of funny no it's true it's very true I think we've never put up a facade of being anything else than we are and that's kind of two regular dudes who you know just like to to rock a party and our, our performance especially our shows are much more about rocking a party and kind of curating a, a vibe and curating a, a fun time for people than a strict performance and so if something goes wrong it's kind of funny and it's kind of you know i i think we usually kind of embrace that and um bring the crowd into it and uh, you know i more than anything are th- those experiences and those shows kind of i think allow people to break that facade and break that that kind of wall between artist and, and fan and performer and spectator. I think those are all kind of blended in with our with our operation. Well, uh, we got a, a month or so in uh, Nat's basement here, just fully, we call it locked in.
You can see we got a green screen back here. Shout out to Amazon. Um, Sean's going to try to get his relax, say, Sean Spa Enterprise going. Yeah, I got to make it an LLC and uh, and pay myself somehow to just... You're going to register in Delaware? Yeah. I know it's so hard to plan in times like these, but but what do you have coming down the pike next? You know, it is interesting. I mean, we, we've, have, we've been like booked out, like we've kept pushing back dates that we had in the UK and, and stuff like that. And Thankfully, everyone, I mean, everyone is understanding because this is pretty universal. Other than like, you know, I saw like some random Instagram post of like Nashville, like some country singers having like a show. And I'm just like, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like, you know, we have so many friends and everyone who like survives on this business, whether it's, you know, merch people or, or tour managers. It's like, please just chill like and so we can get back to this sooner. But, you know, we're being patient, especially overly patient. Like if we we were given that opportunity even to like play to a, a small capacity like we want everything and everyone to be safe as possible so we're willing to be patient and figure it out we uh, are continuing to roll out songs we're gonna have videos I think we're we're figuring out something to do that's fun for our kind of local music holiday here called 303 Day, hence the, the tie-in. It's March 3rd. Colorado is just such an amazing place for, for music in general, for touring music has been such a, an important market for us. The Nerf, who who operates an iHeart channel out here, 93.3 uh, KTCL has been amazing and you know with our music. And so we're going to figure out something fun to do there. It may or may not involve the Red Rocks um, amphitheater that is legendary out here in Colorado. Colorado. And, you know, we're doing some remote performances. We do a lot of um, shows for the for the military and for universities and colleges and um, in the last, gosh, 10 years. And so we're figuring out ways to do those remotely um, for the time being. And, you know, our hearts are just with, with people. I, and it's so tough for especially you know, for college kids and for younger kids who are going through this, so, you know, I, we're, we're really trying to find the best way to put a smile on people's faces, whether it's, you know, sending a cameo or, or, you know, doing some, some stupid TikTok stuff that we're doing just to try to try to put a smile on people's faces and try to connect with people and, and keep all those strings connected. And I think, you know, we're just, we just launched something called high note where we're, we'll be able to do um, some performances for people and kind of yeah, custom made. We'll, we'll slide in people's names. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of like cameo, but it's a bit more focused on the actual performance of the music. And so we're, we're going to keep all those avenues open. And I think like Sean said, the, the second that things are, you know, responsible in terms of, uh, in terms of doing live shows we're we're back out there man it's it's something that's so important and integral to what we we do that we're you know i mean we're we're hurting without it too both you know it's it's kind of spiritually it's tough because it's it's what you do it's kind of a lot of what we define ourselves as artists and as people so it's it's definitely hard but i think we're, we're finding ways to be creative my uh, my last question, and it's been one I've been asking everybody, and it's really been fascinating to see everybody's different responses. If you could snap your fingers and have it go back to, to 2019 or, or whatever your definition of normal is, I guess I should say, uh, no more lockdown, no more pandemic, what would be the first thing that you do? Places you go, people you hug? It's a very heavy question. I mean, where would you go? What would you do? It's funny. I, I do love the idea, like some of my fondest memories of just being around is like is like Nat and our crew before a show, having some drinks at a at a bar and then going and playing a show and maybe getting drinks after. Like those are, I think that's something I really miss. Like there's this communal quality and just like being around the people that you like to be around. I guess the, the other part of it is like, I'm kind of, you know, an extroverted introvert in some ways too. Like I would still probably, <laughs> I would be like, as soon as things open, I'm going out, I'm going crazy. And I'd still probably be like i'm gonna hang out inside. would you go find the bat patient patient zero bat oh <laughs> i'm not looking for that oh at that time to change history if you had a one chance to find the bat 
I did not. Yeah, I haven't even thought about that. That, but then I would be patient zero. <laughs> I would be the one that gets like. Yeah, bit. but then you, you know, you take one for the team. My answer: I would find the bat, take one for the team. Butterfly effect too. Would you? What do you mean by take? Would I can't you eat elaborate. it? <laughs> I can't elaborate because that's not what you're. That's exactly. I can't elaborate on the details at this time. I'm just going to leave that there. You go in a sensory deprivation chamber, and you're good <laughs> for for two weeks, right? three weeks. <laughs> come out real real pickled i changed my answer i'm going to senior frogs and i'm just gonna tie one on baby i'm gonna do something that i've never done which is get in the foam pit and just man i'll just go down to the florida keys and just start rotting down there (laughs) spend the next 30 years just listening to you know be a parrot head yeah rotting away in the corner booth at senior frogs baby the corner booth that's that's the song right there Corner booth at Applebee's. Fins to <laughs> yeah. the left. Fins to the left. Fins <laughs> to the right. Ned and Sean, th- thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been such a pleasure talking to you guys. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your beautiful sweater. Thank <laughs> you for your snake plant. Thank you for the window where we can see to the outside world. Uh, yeah, thanks so much. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio or other fantastic shows, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.